two quarters down, two quarters to go. It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Second half of the Boca Raton Bowl is about to get underway here at FAU Stadium in Boca Raton, Florida. Jake Oldroyd will kick it away. Ryan O'Keefe is back to return for the Knights, who trail BYU by a score of 35-10. The Knights deferred after winning the coin toss to begin the game. They'll begin the second half with the football, and Jake Oldroyd will give it to them. Back spinning, caught up the goal line by Ryan O'Keefe. O'Keefe has the 20. He's tripped up, spun down, and dropped right there by Max Tooley. So first and 10, UCF, Dylan Gabriel. One of the better quarterbacks in the country by number, which is aided by volume, was uh, not himself. Credit to BYU in that first half. Uh, Dylan Gabriel coming into the game first nationally in total offense, second nationally in passing yards per game. And he was kept to 95 passing yards on 9 for 22. The left-hander is pressured, spins out of it, scrambles to his right, and throws incomplete, thrown away out of bounds into the UCF team area intended for Trey Nixon. So it'll be second down and 10. Great job by the BYU. They went four down linemen uh, that that time, or I guess four-man pass rush. They had Thule, who's a linebacker, lined up on the line of scrimmage. But they did a good job staying with the pass rush to make Gabriel uncomfortable. Handoff middle to Anderson as Gabriel carries it out. Tackled by Earl Tuioti Mariner is Anderson for a minimal gain on second. In fact, no gain on second and ten. So third down and ten. The BYU defensive front continues to get penetration that's disrupting the run game. Sometimes it works for them, and they're able to run right into the running back. Other times it allows a crease, but good job by Mariner on that last one. Empty for Dylan Gabriel. Can the Cougars force a defensive three and out to begin the second half as they did the first half, throwing under pressure an incomplete three and out for UCF. He threw with a man in his face, the pressuring player for BYU, I believe it was Thule, that forced Gabriel to throw off balance for Jacob Harris incomplete. So... BYU does go defensively three and out, and UCF will punt it away. BYU's up 35-10 with 14.08 to play here in Boca Raton. Body language for UCF, just terrible. Dylan Gabriel picked himself up off the turf and walked all the way to the sideline. Shortish punt. Hobbs Nyberg runs up to it, catches it without a fair catch, has the 45, has midfield, a stiff arm to the near sideline into UCF territory to the 49. They may mark it right at midfield, but either way, a nice return from Hobbs as he caught it on the run and took it to midfield, maybe beyond by a ball length. We'll see where they place it down officially. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. BYU's first possession of half number two after a one-minute, four-second possession for UCF. They say right at midfield. So pistol formation, Algier behind Wilson. Zach Wilson was just this side of perfect in the first half. The righty settles, guns it to an open Isaac Rex, makes the catch for a first down. Caught it at the 40, got to the 39 before he was hit in the thigh and brought to the ground. And so Isaac Rex with his fourth catch has 90 yards. 
couple of touchdowns. BYU moves the sticks to first and 10 from the 39 of UCF. BYU nearing 450 yards and almost exactly doubling up UCF right now. This was billed as a shootout. It's turned into a blowout. Double tight. Tights left and right. Wides to either side. Wilson under center. They motion Wheat to double tight left. Stretch handoff to Algier. Algier second level 30. 25-20. He's going in. Touchdown. Tyler Algier. BYU loves that shift where they come out with the tight ends and they move one over. As you talked about, Greg, they started with both of them on the right. They move one, then they motion the other over. They got the defense to over-adjust. They overloaded the offensive left, ran inside zone to the defensive right. Tyler Algier made one cut. He had to make the safety miss. Safety took a little bit of a bad angle, but even still, Tyler's deceptive speed... He blew right past the safety into the end zone. Great execution. You hear the Cougar supporters chanting BYU here in Boca Raton. PAT good again from Jake Oldroyd. We'll call that move to get to the second level and into the end zone. Our Bailey's move of the game from Tyler Algier. Brought to you by Bailey's Moving. We move with you every step of the way since 1952. With that run, Tyler gets closer to 100 yards. On a night, he goes over 1,000 yards for the season. 10 carries, 92 yards for Tyler, and a touchdown. The touchdown with the PAT making the score. BYU 42 and UCF 10. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time for another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, providing safe and wholesome pork products to Utah families for over 25 years. Visit utahporkproducers.org. Just two plays and just 50 yards after a nice Hobbs-Nyberg punt return. The final play was a 39-yard touchdown run from Tyler Algier. His long run of the night gives him 92 yards on the night and gives the Cougars a 42-10 lead as the Cougars near 500 yards of total offense. BYU's more than doubling up UCF in yardage right now, Riley. 484 to 227. BYU is just thumping. We call them the home team. They're from Orlando. We're here in Boca Raton. BYU officially for coin toss and locker room and broadcast booth assignment is the home team tonight. But hey, this is this is a Florida team in the state of Florida. And the Cougars are looking for their first ever win in the Sunshine State and uh, and more than on their way to getting it, Rouse. Yeah, they and they're doing it through the air and through the ground. I mean, there wasn't much needed in the first half from the run game, but there's still 127. Tyler Algier averaging nine yards a carry. Heck, Zach himself, he's got the three passing TDs, and everybody loves to talk about his passing numbers, but he's added two more to his tally for the year, putting him at a dozen rushing TDs at 7.7 yards per carry. Love to see them banging on all cylinders. Kickoff from Jake Oldroyd is caught, bobbled actually, into the end zone. And it'll be touched back there as Demarius Good was back and didn't handle cleanly. The touchdown for Algier, his 14th career score, 13th rushing touchdown of this year. So some big numbers being put up by BYU offensive players with Rex now at 12 tight, uh, twelve touchdowns and Algier at 13 on this year. Lopini Katoa not too far behind. He's got himself eight on the season. Dax Milne. Eight on the year as well. First and ten for the Knights at their own 25-yard line. 
And the life has been drained from this prolific UCF attack tonight. UCF has still snapped 12 more plays than BYU in a game they trail by 32. 42 to 10. A thigh-high snap to Gabriel. Gabriel forced to run to his left and just chucks it out of bounds. Another throwaway. Just totally discombobulated. Second-guessing everything. He has not been in rhythm at all tonight. Since the first three and out when he missed the, the pass and then it was exacerbated by Greg, you've mentioned it multiple times, the drop touchdown pass. UCF has scored 24 or more in 48 straight games. Second longest streak nationally behind Oklahoma. That is in jeopardy tonight. Dylan Gabriel guns it deflected and incomplete intended for Jacob Harris the deflection was Drew Jensen and then it was uh, Jacob Harris reaching back and not able to get a hand on it on that broken up pass it's another third and ten and so UCF off schedule all night running a lot of plays just because they run a lot of plays but they've been in a lot of disadvantageous situations from the get go shotgun snap awaited by Dylan Gabriel and they'll slow it down and check with me at the sideline. 12-second play clock. McCray is the tailback to the left hip of Gabriel. BYU 42, UCF 10. Two minutes and two seconds into half number two here in Boca Raton. The hand clap, the belt high snap, the pump, the go. He's got a man deep, double coverage there, and incomplete. The intended receiver was Ryan O'Keefe. He was sandwiched by a pair of BYU defenders. The ball falls harmlessly to the ground. It'll be 4th and 10, and UCF is punting it away, and you get the sense their chances at victory have been salted away with still so much time left in this game. It's it's one thing that they're not moving the ball well and progressing toward the end zone, but it's another thing when you simply have shown no ability to stop BYU. Yeah, you can't get the run game going, you can't get the pass game going, and then on the other side of the football, you just there's no pass rush, you can't seem to cover the guys downfield. Nothing is working for the UCF Knights. The punt by Osteen is caught by Hobbs Nyberg. Fair catch called for and made. Spot will be the 33 of BYU. Cougs up 42-10, to 10 and I didn't think we'd be asking it this early, but, you know, you look at, uh, you know, how soon it will be where BYU feels that the job enough is done to get Zach Wilson on the bench. I, I think Butch Zach wants to play as much as he possibly can in what might be his final game in a BYU uniform. Yeah, you got to give him the full three. I mean, there's still 12.42 left in the third quarter. He can easily get up into 56, and it's and if you got, you know, that's two more scores. If you got 56 to 10 or so, somewhere around that, probably good enough to give him his... Standing ovation. Twins left and right. Oh, there's a misfire. And that's a incompletion intended for Dax Milne. He was going on the out, and the ball was just simply thrown too far out in front of him. It's incomplete second and ten. The Cougs have been averaging 12 yards a play, and that's a, a play for zero yards. Incomplete first and ten. They go pistol now without with Katoa behind Wilson. Double tights to the right. They pull Wake on the handoff to Lopini, and that's for a loss on the play. Loss of three. And player down for BYU. Who is that? Is that Lopini, the ball carrier? No? Oh, that's a no lineman. 
Hey, Greg, I BYU, by the way, sorry, I I'm going to let Mitch speak in a second as we tell you that uh, Connor Pay has been going for BYU at center. That's the number three center. No James Empey tonight, then no Tukawafu, and Connor Pay has been going the rest of the way. And, Mitch, what do you have? Yeah, Greg, it looks like Tristan Hodge is down for BYU. Um, not, not really moving down there. Not sure what the trainers mm. are, are checking out, but... Um, d- doesn't look good. Hopefully he can get up on his feet and walk off the field. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. We'll take a break with the injury on the field. BYU's leading at 42-10 over UCF in the 2020 Boca Raton Bowl. 12-28 to play in the third quarter on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tanner Thompson, and I'm the owner of the Shirt Stop, and this is our story. 2020 for us was a good year, and then the pandemic hit was scary but I had that feeling I knew Rick and Zions was going to take care of us like they always have. Tanner Thompson is impressive he's got one speed it's full speed. Thanks Rick thanks for all you've done for us and thanks Zions Bank for taking care of us. See more of our story at zionsbank.com slash stories Zions Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, NA member FDIC Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, uh, Dylan Gabriel has a string of 22 consecutive games with a touchdown pass. No touchdown passes for Gabriel or UCF tonight. So we come back in. It is BYU first, and I make it third and 13. Third and 13 at the Coug Zone 30-yard line. 12-23 to play in quarter. Number three, BYU's up 42-10. to 10. Snap Wilson. Throws on the underneath to Dax Milnes. Got space. Has the first down all the way to the 45-yard line on third and 13. Gain of 15. So much room to run. Wide open spaces for Milne to the right side. And the Cougs are now 5 for 6 on third downs. And the Cougs are converting some long third downs in this game. Twins left and right. Wilson is in the gun. Settles. Pumps. Throws low, but across the middle, caught by Isaac Rex. Rex has his fifth catch, more than 90 yards receiving. Four out, four in for UCF defensively. Sorry, Greg, I just was going to say I want to go back to that play. It reminds me, so back in 2017, the year that was switched from, uh, or excuse me, 2018, uh, Tanner Mangum's final year, Zach Wilson's first year, the offense struggled a little bit. Their best play was where they drag a wide receiver across and the other wide receivers, as soon as he catches it, block downfield. That's what they've had success in converting those third and longs here tonight. Second and three hand off to Tyler Algier, and that's good for seven running off tackle right. BYU moves the sticks again. The Cougars have only two starting offensive linemen in due to absence and injury right now. Christensen at left tackle, Herring at left guard. Then you go Pay at center, Longson at right guard, and Harris Lachance at right tackle right now. A depleted offensive line for BYU. The offensive production, anything but tonight. 42-10, Cougs lead, 11 minutes to play in the third. High snap handoff, Algier. Again, Algier's got space. And again into the secondary and down to the 25-yard line. 17-yard run for Tyler Algier. Goes over 100 yards on the night with that carry. 115 rushing yards for Tyler Algier on 12 carries. And the Cougs are at the 25, first down and 10. BYU fans, you can find your perfect match at Ken Garf Volkswagen in Orem. With an incredible selection and great lease options, you're bound to find the car for you. Ken Garf Volkswagen, we hear you. BYU 42, UCF 10, 10.34 to go in the third. Cougs driving at the UCF 25, ball between the hashes, first and 10. Wilson, gun, Jackson, motion, fly sweep fake, handoff Katoa. Katoa steps through a tackle to the 21, gain of four, second down and six for BYU. 
So Zach Wilson had completed seven of his last eight coming into this sequence. Dylan Gabriel was 0 for his last eight, indicative of how this game is going for both teams. The uh, Knights have still snapped more plays than BYU, but the Cougars almost three times as many yards per play tonight, 11.3 to 4.1, the yards per play number in BYU's favor. Clock rolling and the play clock as well, under 10 with Wilson in the gun on second down and six at the UCF 21. Ball near hash, Katoa left hip. Vacates to empty. Four receivers left. Single wide right. The throw is to the right. To Milne for the end zone. He's held back as he reached out one hand in the end zone. Flag flies. It'll be pass interference against UCF as Milne was held back. He was clearly not able to get to the ball. It'll be a P.I. on Devontae Brown. And BYU have a first down. Pass interference. Defense number seven. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. Automatic first down. Yeah, Dax, the, there was just a lot of holding and grabbing from the get-go from the line of scrimmage there on Dax. They sent Lopini to the left in a motion, so there was four wide receivers all to the left side of the formation, singling up Dax on the back side, and Devontae Brown just was really insecure in coverage, used his hands too much, and got caught. First and goal from the six for BYU. Ball on the near hash. Wilson's under center with Algiers the lone setback. Motion man takes the handoff. It's Gunnar Romney. The end around in for the touchdown. The fly sweep score for Gunnar Romney. And the Cougs make it 48-10 to with the PAT pending. That was so well executed. The timing of the snap and the handoff to Gunnar, it was all so clean. He caught it right in full speed, full stride. UCF had no chance. They had absolutely no time to react to the play. By the time they knew Gunner had the ball, he was already turned the corner and two steps away from the goal line. Tremendous execution by Zach, by the center, the new center, Connor Pay, Zach Wilson, and Gunnar Romney. PAT is up and good again for Jake Oldroyd. Perfect on the PATs. Tonight, 7 for 7. BYU's lead expands to 49 to 10. Gunnar Romney with the rushing touchdown. We'll take a break. 9.31 to play in the third. The Cougar lead up to 39 points at 49-10 to 10 in the Boca Raton Bowl on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Moving is so stressful. Loading everything in a truck, hoping nothing breaks, and trying to juggle the kids and the dog in the middle of it all is enough to drive anyone crazy. But it doesn't have to be that way. The local movers at Bailey's Moving and Storage have the expertise to move you and the family across town, the state, or even the world. They'll do it fast, and they're very experienced. They've been moving people to and from Utah and beyond since 1952. They even moved BYU Athletics. Located in Salt Lake and Orem or online at baileysallied.com. Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 49 and UCF 10. Time for another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary. Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers growing responsibly in Utah for over 25 years. For more information, visit utahporkproducers.org. Eight plays, 67-yard drive, 311 off the clock. The final play is a six-yard touchdown rush from Gunnar Romney, his first rushing touchdown as a Cougar, and his seventh career touchdown for BYU. BYU now with 536 yards of total offense, more than 300 more than UCF. And, uh, and the Knights, I mean, they, they came into this game, you know, right with BYU, essentially, in, in a lot of major offensive categories. I mean, it's the, it's the fifth best scoring offense 
in the country. It's the second best total offense in the country. They've got the number one guy in total offense in Dylan Gabriel. This is a productive and prolific UCF team that has been entirely taken off its game in this 2020 Boca Raton Bowl at FAU Stadium. 49-10 Cougs pulling away, running away, and Zach Wilson's night is now 20 for 25, 80% passing on 363 through the air, three touchdowns and no picks, a pass efficiency rating of 241.6. Dylan Gabriel, the nation's total offense leader, is at 62.9 on pass efficiency on a 33% night, 9 for 27. The kickoff by Jake Oldroyd, returned by Ryan O'Keefe, and O'Keefe is brought down at the 15-yard line between the hash marks. So first and 10 for UCF. Well, and Greg, the success of the offense has been, you know, nothing short of amazing to watch tonight. But, uh, I mean, talk about this defense, right? This defense, I mean, you talk about the numbers with Dylan Gabriel um, coming in, putting the pressure on um, the quarterback, having great coverage downfield. I mean, this defense has came out to play to prove that the reason why BYU has been so successful is not just the offense, but the defense too. Mitchell Juergens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. It's a handoff to Otis Anderson, one of the best gainers of the night for UCF. It's a run to the left side that goes from the 16 to the 34. It's an 18-yard run for UCF and a stick mover for the Knights. 9.09 to play in quarter number three. The Knights hurry it up. They've still snapped more plays than BYU. As the handoff goes Anderson middle for just a couple to the 36-yard line. Second down and eight for UCF. BYU with a win would improve to 11-1. UCF would fall to 6-4 and four in this COVID-shortened season for the Knights. Play fake, and on a three-step, the crosser is incomplete. Misfire for Trey Nixon. BYU's been able to get pressure on Gabriel with only four or three and drop those backers into the middle of the zone. It's very clear they have not done many throws to the outside. They've thrown a couple hitches, a couple stop routes, one comeback, I believe, but the vast majority of their passing game has been over the middle, and that's been foiled by the fact that BYU's dropping three and four linebackers into those underneath zones, not giving not giving Gabriel any passing lanes. Nine consecutive incompletions for Gabriel. The throw far side, there's a completion. After nine straight misfires, a completion to Jacob Harris at the far boundary for a first down. Yeah, if he's going to have to get anything going, he's going to have to go outside the numbers like he did on that last one. There's nothing to be had over the middle of the field. 49-10, to 8-39 to play. The ball to the 49, first and 10 Knights. Gabriel takes the snap and the give to Otis Anderson for three yards into BYU territory to the 47-yard line, 47-and-a-half-yard line. Cougs up 49-10. to 10. And again, they're hurrying it up. They play one way these nights. Snap Gabriel, quick slant, too far in front of the intended receiver, Otis Anderson, incompletion again. So he's missed on 10 of his last 11, has Gabriel. Yeah, and his body language... <laughs> I mean, that last throw was all on him. It was a hitch route. He just completely completely off target. His feet weren't set. His arm motion wasn't good. And uh, he just hung his head after missing that throw. 10 for 30 throwing. Twins left and right for Gabriel. Claps the hands. Left-hander throws for a first down. That was third and six. And he got eight to Trey Nixon. 
So UCF now moving the ball into BYU territory, deeper still to the 39-yard line. First and 10, UCF. Clocks at eight minutes. Play fake. A shuffle to drop, a chase to the left, a throw left, complete to Otis Anderson, but just for a yard. And the clock runs to 7.50 with BYU leading at 49-10. to 10. BYU came into today averaging 43 points per game. They're over that. The Knights came in averaging 44 and considerably under. Chest high snap. Handoff. Otis Anderson had room to the right that closed up quickly as he appeared to be running in sand with Keenan Peely approaching and wrapping up and throwing down. It'll be third down and six after second and nine, gained three. And there's your uh, massive platoon again for BYU. Nine players out and nine players in at one time. BYU will have three, three, five in the defensive alignment. Showing five in the box. Kafusi backed up maybe just outside of it. Greg McRae's the lone setback to the left tip of Dylan Gabriel. Third down six at the BYU 35. The fire high and incomplete. So the down on the end to Trey Nixon sails through his hands. Incomplete. Fourth down and six. And you've got to think offense stays on the field. you got to, at this point, you're down 39. Any hope is uh, barely dented with a field goal. Not to mention it would be 50-plus. You're right. If you punt at this point, you're sending the signal to your team that you've given up. Still with seven minutes, 6.52 left in the third quarter. Double stacks left and right. Snap to Gabriel on fourth down and six. The southpaw shuffles in the pocket. Runs to his left and throws. Incomplete. Pass breakup intended for Jacob Harris. Troy Warner broke it up. And you get the sense like that might just about do it in terms of any hope UCF had of making this a game somehow. At 49-10, to 10, BYU takes over on downs. So whenever B, UCF can't get out of their own way, right? He's 12 for 33, and half of those incompletions have been his inaccuracy. The other half have been great plays by this BYU defensive secondary. Haven't given them enough credit. They've done two things. One, they've kept their uh, they've kept the receivers in front of them and made play. And then number two, they've made plays on the ball like Troy Warner did on that last one. Tremendous coverage on Harris, who absolutely went off last week for for 150 yards. Uh, tremendous defensive secondary play. Handoff Algier. Algier gets to the outside. Gain of seven on first down and ten. Corey Thornton forces out. So BYU in this game has had eight intentional possessions. They had one possession which was a kneel down at halftime. So let's say eight possessions in which they tried to score. They have touchdowns on seven of them. And the other is a turnover on downs after an 11-play drive. So no punts. I believe one penalty, two penalties for BYU. Sharp throughout and a 39-point lead with 6-12 to go in the third. Wilson's under center. Stretch handoff to Algier. Starts left, slams on the brakes, comes back right on second and three for a gain of seven. First down for BYU. Move the sticks yet again as the Cougars are over 550 yards of offense at the 48-yard line of BYU. First down and 10. Just not being met met with much resistance at any uh, phase of the game, but look, there's still time to play on the clock. There's still opportunities for these players to make plays, and uh, BYU's taking full advantage of every snap that they get. Can Zach get to 400 yards passing? He's at 363. A lot of run right now for BYU, but plenty of time left. There's a boot. Zach will settle. He will throw complete. 
to Neil Pau, who makes the catch beyond the sticks. Gain of 16 on first and 10. Zach will be near 380 yards now on the night, depending on the spot. Cooks into scoring territory or near it, 37-yard line of UCF. I love that route con- concept. It's called an over-return. Neil started in the left slot and took off like he was going to run an over-out, which means he crosses the ball to the other side of the field. And once the safety dives on to take away the over-out, you actually turn around and break towards your own sideline. It takes good protection, which Zach had on that play, and he delivered a great ball. Trips to the right on the handoff left to Lopini Katoa on first down and 10. And Lopini goes from the 37 to the 35 for a gain of two. Second and eight, 448 to play in quarter number three. BYU 49, UCF 10 in the 2020 Boca Raton Bowl. The Cougs had been 0 for 8 in the Sunshine State, and that streak will end tonight. BYU will finally get a win in Florida on this December 22nd, 2020. Zach Wilson Gunn does a check with me at the sideline. There are multiple signal, signalers and dummy signalers on the BYU team area. Direct snap to Katoa. And <laughs> Who handed it off to Zach. Handed it off to Zach. And there was a flag on that play before it could get underway. Or as it got underway. False start. Offense number 67. Five-yard penalty from the previous spot. Second down. Yeah, Katoa ended up taking the snap and was going to hand off to Zach. That was on a second down and nine. So second and 14 now after the false start. They're going to send Milne to the far left and have trips to the right, including Rex, who's nearly attached off the right tackle. Katoa left hip for Wilson Gunn, second 14. Chest high snap to Zach, takes five-step drop, shuffles to his left, now moves to his right, and just chucks it away into the BYU team area. And was he outside the tackle box? I don't know that he was. It would be intentional grounding, I think. I'm thinking about a potential intentional grounding call. Hasn't come yet. Flag hasn't been thrown. Uh, So the referee's talking. The two, and now the field judge is coming in. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of quarterback movement there, but did he get outside? I guess they say he did. So here's what's interesting about that. He escaped to the left. Quarterback was outside the pocket when the ball was released. Okay. He escaped to the left and broke it, and then he and then he scrambled back to the right where yeah. he was where he was more behind his lineman. So I think breaking the initial pocket allowed him to be able to throw it away, even though he came back inside the yeah. pocket. Gotcha. So on third and fourteen, even when the Cougars have faced third and long, they've been really good at at picking these up tonight. BYU's converted on 3rd and 15 and 3rd and 13. This is a 3rd down and 14 quarterback draw. Wilson runs into his lineman, keeps running and spinning out of a would-be tackle, but didn't get much. It'll be 4th and 11. And now where the ball is, the Cougars have an interesting decision here. Yeah, It's, it's, think, the, it's the 38-yard oh, wow. line. Keeping him out on the field. So 55 for Jake if you want to go for that or keep the offense on the field. Offense stays on the field. So fourth down, 11. You've got a guy who could probably give it a good go and maybe make it from 55. But they'll put the offense on fourth and 11. Trips to the right. Zach will look right and middle. Dump it off middle to Pau'u, but he's got a real sprint to get to the line of the game. Won't get there at the far sideline. Got only about six of the 11. So... BYU's either scored touchdowns or turned it over on downs tonight in every possession. 
And the defense out on the field with 3.03 to go. That was one I think took the offensive unit by surprise. Zach was already outside the hashes. He was between the hashes and the numbers on the way to the sideline after the third down play, and they sent him back on the field. Not that, I mean, he still was able to complete the ball to Neal, but I think the offense just was not expecting They weren't geared up for a fourth down try on that last one. So the BYU record for longest field goal is 56. And had they chosen to kick there, that's a 55-yarder that they didn't get a look at as the offense stayed on on 4th and 11, turned it over on downs. Greg McRae takes the handoff from Dylan Gabriel. The UCFO is back on and gets a run out to the 35 from the 32, gain of 3. 2.55 to go in the third. The BYU lead 49-10. to have not seen Ryan Rico make an appearance as a punter tonight. The total yardage tally is now 574 to 276. And Zach Wilson is 16 yards shy of 400. Tyler Algiers 28 yards over 100 on the ground. Handoff McCray left on second and seven. Nice run first down to midfield. 15-yard gain for McCray with the clock at 226 in quarter number three. Zane Anderson the force out for BYU. I mentioned these streaks that uh, UCF had going. 24 or more in 48 consecutive games. That streak is in jeopardy. They had scored 30 or more in 45 of the last 47. Wide receiver screen far side, complete to Jakaias Cradle, and that is for a gain of 7 on first and 10. Second and 3 now for UCF. UCF and the All Blacks, BYU and the Whites on this pleasant December night here in South Florida. Boca Raton. Hand off McCray, feeling his way forward and taking it right for a gain of five on second and three. Moved chains for UCF inside the BYU 40 to the 38-37 yard line. BYU playing in its 19th different bowl game, and this its 38th bowl appearance. 15 bowls in the last 16 years for the Cougs. McCray. Just stutter-stepping his way forward with 90 seconds to go in the third for a gain of four on first and ten. The pile in the middle of the field at the far hash will set up second and six. The hurry up for UCF. Twins to either side. Dylan Gabriel. Pump and now move to his left and now tuck and then wheel turn. Back to the right. Throws off platform to the far side. Ball in the air and... Flags fly as the receiver was tripped up while leaning back to make the catch. That was Jakaya's cradle. Micah Harper was the Micah Harper was the corner in coverage, and two flags fly as Cradle tried to position himself for a lean back grab. He was tripped up, and the flags fly inside the five. Pass interference, defense number one, 15-yard penalty from the previous spot, automatic first down. So inside the BYU 20 to the 18-yard line. So Dylan Gabriel's gone 22 consecutive games with a touchdown pass. Has no touchdown passes tonight. UCF has gone 48 straight games with a rush and a touchdown pass in the same game. That streak is in jeopardy. That's the longest streak nationally. Gabriel throws back shoulder incomplete at the pylon. Looking for Trey Nixon on first and 10 from the 18-yard line. Through to the right side, outside the far numbers, and behind on back shoulder with Keenan Ellis in coverage for BYU. Again, that's a pretty impressive streak. 48 straight games, longest nationally, with at least one rushing and at least one passing touchdown in every game. 
And no passing touchdowns yet as McCray runs through one and two, but not a third tackle. It's a loss on the play on second and ten. It'll be third down and 13 for UCF inside the BYU 25, but a loss outside the red zone to the 21. And you get the sense field goal doing you no good. There's a chance that... uh, BYU keeps the uh, the uh, Knights without any points. Yeah, the defense has possession. to stay locked in uh, for two downs on this final as this drive gets down in, inside the red zone. The platooning has actually worked really well. It's the uh, speed of the offense has had relatively no effect on the effort that's been given by this BYU defensive 15 squad. 15 seconds to go in the third quarter. BYU's up 49-10. to 10. The play clock under 10 as Gabriel goes on the down and into Harris makes the catch and has the end zone. Touchdown UCF. So, on one of the final plays of quarter number three, Jacob Harris hauls in his eighth touchdown catch of the year. Dylan Gabriel extends his personal touchdown pass streak to 23 games. UCF extends its streak with a rush and a pass touchdown in the same game to 49 straight games. It's 49-16 to 16 with the PAT coming up. Daniel Obarski will attempt it. So five seconds remain in the third quarter. The Cougar lead still large. As Obarski awaits the... Deep snap, placement good, kick on its way, and the PAT is good. We'll stay right here with it. Five seconds left in the third. 49-17, to 17, so it's a 32-point game. And what that touchdown might do is keep Zach Wilson in the game into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, either Jacob Conover or uh, Baylor Romney, who are the two backups today that were warming up. I have not seen them. They have the pennies on. The reflective penny, so they because they signal in the signs and they're easier to spot. Both of them still have those on, and I have not seen either of them uh, warming up. BYU football brought to you by Ken Garf, located on University Parkway in Orem. Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience. So come visit our store today. BYU 49 and UCF 17. BYU has scored 21, 14, and 14 in quarters one, two, and three. UCF was shut out in the opening quarter, setting a tone tonight, and they've scored 10 and 7 in quarters 2 and 3. Daniel Obarski to kick it away to Caleb Christensen. Cougs up 49 17, nearing quarter number 4. BYU may go past 600 yards in offense on their next offensive possession. We've seen almost 900 yards between the two teams. Obarski. Throws his leg behind it, and it'll be through the end zone for a touchback. So BYU will take one snap to end quarter number three. And Zach Wilson will be back out with the O. Again, this offensive line, down a bunch of guys tonight. They were down James Empey unavailable. Then Tukawafu left the game, putting Connor Pay, the number three center, in as the snapper. The left tackle and left guard stayed the same, but then Tristan Hodge got hurt. And Kiefer Longson came in there with the Harris LaChance having gone at right tackle in place of Blake Freeland. So a bunch of guys getting reps along that line tonight. And Longson and LaChance stay on the right side as the line stays as mentioned a moment ago. Zach Wilson will go under center. Turn and stretch hand off to Algier. Goes off tackle left, runs through an ankle tackle, has the first down to the far side, and steps out after a gain of 12. So Tyler Algier is now at 140 rushing yards, and the third quarter has come to a close. So it'll be first down BYU when we start quarter number four at the Boca Raton Bowl. After three, it is BYU 49, 
and UCF 17. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Timeout on the field.